welcome back to the emergency goalies. It uh kind of a short week for our show because we have some scheduling stuff, so we're only gonna cover two games. I'm recording this a little early. The first game, you know, the other Blackhawks game where they didn't do much scoring, only scored single goal and I think that was like twelve goals in twelve games. Not a math expert, but one goal a game. Not great. But then uh the last game before we recorded was a scoring explosion. Three goals. And, you know, got the game to overtime and it was exciting at the end. It was like a goal with a minute left to tie it, but Unfortunately, an overtime loss, but hey, I mean, they scored some goals, so that was nice. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the team, you know, even in that 12 goals in 12 game stretch, you know, they were staying competitive thanks to much improved defensive play and, of course, some solid goaltending by Mrazek. Uh, that obviously continued in the Minnesota game. You know, it was still just a one goal loss, two to one for long stretches of that game. I felt like they outplayed Minnesota. They just, you know, Hawks just can't buy a goal right now. Um, you know, even some of the guys that, uh, you know, we know can score, you know, a guy like Dickinson or, or Tyler Johnson and that they, you know, couldn't, couldn't really get anything to go, but then yeah, you know, we saw a little, little bit of puck luck in the, in the next game against the Rangers, you know, again, it was a loss, but it was a, a one goal loss competitive, they were they were definitely rusty um, in both of these games. They kind of got off to slow starts in each of them, which you would expect after the real long layoff. Played better and better as the game, as both games continued. And, you know, facing a really strong Rangers team, they've got down three to one, but they fought back. And yeah, you know, finally they, they broke through with a couple of goals. Dickinson scored. Um, on a deflection, and I can't remember off the top of my head who the other goal scorer yeah. was, but it was just, you know, it was a solid yeah. effort. I mean, they really outshot the Rangers in that third period. I, you know, maybe the Rangers let up a little, but still. Yeah, it was it was a scramble in the final minute to tie it. Right. But um, I can't quite, let me, I'll look it up. But yeah, it, it was nice to see some goals because obviously, as we've been talking about, they, the lack of finish is just, you know, overwhelming lately. And, right. I mean, I guess, you know, there's, you just don't have those reliable finishers lately. Yeah. It's just, unfortunately, uh, current build of the Blackhawks. Right. Uh, Felino scored the other goal. Okay. And both of them were set up uh, by Philip Kurashev, who I thought played a really strong game. I uh, I will say he's... He's looked a little more, oh, what would be a good word for it? Uh, maybe not confident, but assertive. He's he's yeah. pushing a little harder, um, pushing himself to make uh, to make more plays. Yeah, uh, I I I've mentioned it a lot in the past that you know he's a guy that goes to the right area. The coaches trust him because. He doesn't get out of position. He stays with his guy. He's he's in the right place 
But unfortunately, throughout most of his career, being in the right place only gets you so far. You still got to make the play when you get there. And he hasn't really done that much. But in this game, he did. He was creating turnovers. He was making nice passes, and it resulted in a couple of goals. Um, so yeah, that was that was a really encouraging uh, game from him. I felt so. Yeah, that you know, it, it was glad to I was glad to see a few guys get rewarded uh, for some good efforts. So Kurashev being one of them, Dickinson, Felino, both you know scored both of the goals in the third period. They've obviously been a couple of the. Hawks stronger forwards throughout the year. And then Alex Vlasic scored the first goal. Yes. Who, you know, that's, it was, uh, you know, it was a really nice screen in front. Uh, and he ended up just kind of hitting the top corner of the net and the goalie didn't really see it, but you know, Hey. Yeah. I he, mean, you know, any offense you get from him right now is yeah. with how good his defense has been. But yeah, it's nice to see. Right. I mean, he's, he's a guy that's also being assertive offensively. Uh, you know, it's not always resulting in goals, but he's trying things and mm-hmm. it was nice. And he hasn't been getting rewarded over these last, you know, 10, 12 games where they've been struggling to score goals. Vlasic has been trying and trying and trying to generate some offense from the back end. And it just hasn't been resulting in anything. So again, yeah. just nice to see some, see him get rewarded. Uh, on that end, so maybe that'll help build a little bit of confidence as well. Also, it's and, kind of fun to see um, in the Minnesota game that both Felino brothers scored goals, which is yeah, often that happens. Yeah, it's, that's it was kind of a neat little. Uh, you know, wish <laughs> I wish Marcus hadn't scored the second one. You know, obviously that was the game winner for for the Wild, but uh, that. Uh, is always a neat little side story in some of these games where you get brothers and cousins and sometimes brother or uh, father, son, even. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's nice, n- nice little side story. And yeah, you know, uh, it's been the same story for the last, I don't know, five or six of these that we've done. Mm-hmm. The Hawks have really turned a corner as far as their effort and their defensive game. They are playing so much better structurally than they have in five, six years, probably since Q left. Yes. And they're being rewarded for it under the defensive end, but they don't have any goal scoring talent right now, <laughs> or at least not enough. And well, funny not enough play. that. Funny you should mention yeah. that there's uh, some talk that sounds like Bedard next week is what they're targeting, and sounds like he's on track to come back next week, which would obviously greatly help their offense. Yes, absolutely. Um, sounds like he's going to meet with the doctor on Monday, and they will determine whether or not he will be cleared for contact. I guess Richardson did say that he does want to give Bedard a couple of practices with contact prior to sending it, sending him back out there for a game. So the Blackhawks do play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday next week. So maybe Saturday. Yeah, maybe the Thursday game would be the earliest, I would say. But I'd say he's definitely out for the Vancouver game on Tuesday. 
Pittsburgh on Thursday, Ottawa on Saturday. I, you know, it, it, you know, and obviously it's all contingent on whether or not the doctors actually clear him too. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's not a foregone conclusion. So uh, it's still wait and see, but it's at least encouraging wait and see. And, yeah, and he shouldn't need that much because he's been able to skate the whole time. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's more it's so much a conditioning thing that uh Richardson is worried about. It's more just, mm-hmm. hey, we want to see him take a couple of hits and you know, obviously they're not they're not laying Hunter Bedard out in practice, oh, no. but you know, just going to the front of the net and um battling a little bit with defensemen down low and getting him a getting him a little work with that. Um, before you send them back out there where when it's going 100, 100 miles an hour. So, but yeah, and uh, there was a couple of other guys that started skating as well. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah for, since the first time since November, he's been out with a groin injury. But yeah, I, my guess is he's probably still two or three weeks away because he just got back out on the ice. Uh, and the other guy was uh, uh, Beauvillier, also started skilling, skating. So, yeah, reinforcements are potentially on their way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beauvillier would certainly be another guy that it'd be nice to get him back out there before the trade deadline because he's a guy on an expiring contract, and I'm sure they would at least like the option of being able to trade him if somebody's interested. So yeah, um, definitely be nice to see him get out there by the end of the month. Yeah, so is there um, anything else that you wanted to bring up this guy no, just let's just celebrate Connor Bedard potentially returning next week man that'll be awesome get some goals yes it would definitely help I so- will be curious one thing uh with Bedard coming back Kurashev has been playing center uh, yeah. while while Bedard has been out I am curious to see if they continue to play Kurashev at center um potentially as the as the second line center with Bedard being the first line center. Yeah. Um, just to kind of see <laughs> rather than putting Kershaw back at the wing. Cause I have been encouraged by the way Kershaw has been playing. So I, I don't really want to necessarily see him get yeah. pushed back to the wing. Um, Cause you know, honestly next season, the Blackhawks have a lot more depth at wing than they do at center. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that, if Kershaw can continue to play like this over the last month or so of this, you know, month or two of the season, I'd be curious to see if they kind of stick with that next year. Cause you know, he would be potentially a pretty good third line center or something like that. So. And this would just, be just to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, and you know, and it also gives you a little bit of coverage. You know, we know the odds are Frank Nazer is going to sign with the team and, mm-hmm probably play a couple of games at the end of this year and then proje- projects to be the second line center next year. But, you know, you can never count on those guys being yeah, fully ready. ready. You know, he might need to go down to the AHL for a little while. And if he does, it would be nice to have somebody like Kurashev be available to plug in and not, you know, just have your team fall apart because you're missing a, you know, a, a you know, such a key cog as like the second line center sort of thing. So yeah, just, just, just something that's been kind of bubbling in the back of my brain. Um, since I heard Bedard was coming back, I just thought, eh, be curious to see what they do with that. Yep. And I guess we kind of already 
kind of touched on the games coming up this week. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're all three home games. Uh, Vancouver's obviously playing really well. That's a tough one. Pittsburgh and Ottawa are both winnable games, so it'd be nice to see the Blackhawks uh, record a victory here and score some goals. Yes, and hopefully uh, nobody slap shots the puck in the empty net in the Ottawa game. Oh, man. Yeah, that was uh, a pretty brutal um, retaliation by Riley. I hope he – I haven't seen if he's actually gotten – suspended yet but i hope it's i hope it's a good a good chunk of games yeah you'd think he would because that was just yeah i'm trying when i was when we were kids there was a famous with the um capital dale hunter yeah dale hunter yeah dale hunter uh knocked out pierre turgeon after after scoring that wasn't i don't even think that was an empty net goal i think that was just a goal yeah um i think it was like an overtime goal i think it Um, was yeah and then you know, it was like Turgeon took like 10, 10 strides and Hunter just tracked him down and laid him out on the boards. Yeah. And I want to say he broke his jaw. And yeah, it was all, it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the NHL has changed quite a bit since then. Um, so it's not, uh, it's pretty unusual to see incidents like this um, still occur. But yeah, it was definitely a cheap shot. And uh, yeah, I just, I hope he gets suspended for a, Good length of time. All right. Well, let's see if the Blackhawks can win a couple games and maybe we can even see Connor Bedard. And that would be fun. So hopefully mm-hmm. that happens. Okay. Uh, Michael on Twitter. MJ underscore Ernst. I am STH85. As always, you can get us on the Apple Podcast app and Spotify. And yeah, we'll be back next week. And hopefully we have Connor Bedard to talk about. It.